Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. And welcome to tonight's episode. We're back, Paranormality UK in the house. We have a special guest with us tonight, Josh. Can you guess what kind of special person I have actually lined up for us tonight? Is it King Charles? It's not King Charles. I know you wanted to speak to his sausage fingers in particular, but it's not even a a man from this country. I've actually gone across the pond tonight, all the way to America, the United States... You know how they're fans of us over there, particularly with our recent Flat Earth video. <laughs> yeah. uh, that one maybe didn't go down too well. But here tonight, we've got the man, the myth, the legend, Ezekiel from Expanded Minds Podcast. Joining us, how are you doing, Ezekiel? I'm doing good, man. It's good to be on. You call me a King Ezekiel, by the way. I know <laughs> King, Ezekiel. Watch, uh, King Ezekiel. King Ezekiel. Yeah, I love that. I guess uh, uh, we should say how we kind of met was you you saw our podcast show up on your YouTube or your Instagram and uh, you hold uh, the kind of podcast where you interview uh, a lot of people and so you reached out to us and we were just amazed to start off with that you reached out to us and said, hey, do you want to be part of like your podcast? Mm-hmm. And so we came into that. And I need to really, really apologize to you for this, Ezekiel, because due to technical constraints on my end, you didn't necessarily have the best footage to work with. So I do apologize for that. But in fairness to you, mate, the podcast that you you released was spot on. You you really Mm. captured, you know, a really good concept from that entire conversation and you pulled it off really well man so i mean what was it that you uh, that made you want to start doing this whole process yourself the 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 podcasting thing you know 
Oh, I mean, I was having, I was at the thoughts like post on social media, like some of the mystical things that I've gone through or spiritual things that I've gone through, because I know that a lot of people don't have a map for that, don't know how to navigate it. So I wanted to like put stuff out so that people don't feel alone during this process because it's easy to label when you have like dealing with the paranormal, for example, like it's easy to label somebody who is, you know, who believes in the paranormal is crazy, you know, but if it's the only crazy, if you don't understand their perspective and where they come from, no. well, I mean, no, yeah, there, could be, that, yeah, no, there could be people that are straight up like, you know, lunatics about it. But for the most part, a lot of people have a reason for why they believe in what they believe in. So I think it's very important to through conversation to help or to try to understand other people's perspectives and, you know, why they believe in what they believe in and, you know, all that kind of stuff. So um, I think it's important to like, cause I was just making videos by myself. Like I would always, I would just have my phone camera. I'd be in my car making videos and I'm just like, yeah, I saw some of your early stuff and it was kind of like motivational, like speeches from you just to the camera. <laughs> Me, the camera, the phone camera. It feels so weird when you're doing that kind of thing, isn't it? I get, I guess, by reaching out to people and by doing like the more interview-based podcast mm -hmm. is where you really find your home. Is that is that right? I would say so. Yeah, you know, I mean, I don't really think I'm the best at it. I just do it just because, like, I feel like it helps people just in general. Do, do you like find that you? you're more comfortable being the person asking questions, you know, uh, getting to know other people's perspectives rather than presenting your own, or are you equally comfortable doing both? Oh, uh, equally comfortable. Like I can be vulnerable. And then on the, other, on the other end, I'm very comfortable, like interviewing people. Cause my mind just like the questions just come in my head. And I just have so much in my mind when it comes to like interviewing people. But uh, I feel like I can do a lot with interviewing people. So yeah. Yeah, I've I've obviously watched uh, quite a few of your um, podcasts now, and I can say you have definitely interested. You have definitely interviewed some interesting characters. Uh, <laughs> is there? I mean, I, I don't want you to point fingers, or I don't don't want to make you feel awkward or anything. But is there any any point in an interview where you've uh, like sat there going, "This guy is like one notch above out there," you know what I mean, <laughs> or? or, or do you, do you always manage to find? You always seem to find that man, man, that middle ground, and I just wonder if that's a, a struggle for you sometimes, or do you just naturally manage to get form that bond and that instant rapport? Are you talking about one notch above, as in like they're like a level ahead than they think, or is it like they're a little bit out there and I don't like? What do you mean by one notch? Mm. Uh, either or I, I mean they could just be sort of on the same level as you but one step ahead or sometimes maybe do you think they're just a little bit even for you a little <laughs> bit on the crazy side I, I, I don't know I mean what, what do you think <laughs> <laughs> um yes I, I mean I think there's people uh, there's people that I've interviewed that are like way ahead and during the interview it's like I kind of have to there's a lot that goes on in my mind because like I'm trying to understand what they're saying and then at the same time trying to formulate questions in my head. You're trying to so, learn from them. There's been times where like I'll ask a question, ask a question, they'll answer it, and then I have no idea what they're saying. And then you know I have to keep asking questions in order to get at the bottom of like what do they actually mean? Because you know, it, um, there's I, that. And then when it comes to like being out there, 
I don't necessarily have a judgmental attitude towards people if they're like out there or not. I just let people kind of share their perspective. And then okay, it yeah. somehow, somehow just like towards the end, just falls into place where it just makes sense. But like when I watch it back, it'll be like, oh, damn, like this person was like, for some reason, like even though I was in it, I didn't really see how impactful what they said or whatever they said meant you know to yeah. me in that moment but okay yeah yeah no i get that sometimes it's like in the editing process you you absorb more than what you did at the at the time when you were speaking to them so mm. yeah you you can certainly definitely draw more from a conversation that way yeah yeah i think yeah. Uh, so, am yeah. i am i right in thinking you did an interview with one of your old teachers i did yes you did my high school teacher yeah yeah, yeah. That's awesome. How did how did you find that? Was that weird kind of being grown up and speaking to your old teacher? What's funny is, uh, or because I went to the graduation, uh, the high school graduation that year. And so I actually ran into him. <laughs> I just said, what's up? And then the thought crossed my mind and I got chills about it. I was like, Wait, what if I had this guy on? Because I remember in his class, he was very passionate about like what he had to say. And he had very strong opinions around, you know, church things and stuff like that. So I was like, huh. That'd be pretty cool to have him on. So, yeah. you know, I found him on Instagram. <laughs> I found him on Instagram. And, yeah. You know, that's awesome. Yeah, that caught my eye when I saw it. I was like, that's actually really cool. I'd love to, like, interview one of my old teachers and yeah. stuff and see how they're doing now. So. Well, uh, one, one of the ones that caught my attention uh, in recent weeks of your podcast, Ezekiel, was uh, you interviewed the guy from Project Sasquatch. Mm. And... Like I've seen that guy on TV before. Yeah, you know, yeah. I, you know, I think we all know who he is. And uh, I don't know how you got. I don't know how you got that meeting with him. I don't think I could get that meeting. <laughs> uh, but fair play to you, mate, for doing that. I, I, I mean, how did that make you feel? Speaking to a guy that literally lives next door to Sasquatch. <laughs> Josh is here is a massive fan of Sasquatch. I love Sasquatch. So <laughs> uh, we, we do. I don't want to go too deep into Sasquatch because we do intend to do, you want to do it, yeah. an episode on Bigfoot because your dad has actually got quite an interesting story. He about has, it. yeah. Bigfoot. We, we, we won't go into that, but I mean, I mean, how was that for you speaking to a guy who literally like lives with Bigfoot in, out in the woods, you know, I mean, this guy, he knows how to track them. He knows how to go find them. Take pictures of their their sort of surroundings and the settlements that they make. I've I started following him on Instagram after you, after seeing your episode. I, I got to be honest, you know, it was a really cool episode. I mean, he's such a genuine guy. Like he actually reached out to me, and I was like, you know, he like such a good guy. I mean, uh, he's so advanced in his mind, though the way he thinks is just like I would say out there for like the normal person. Like if you Norm, like if the average person watches his videos and stuff, they'll be like, this guy's probably crazy. Like he's not, you know, he's probably making stuff up. But if you actually take time to listen to him and his stories and stuff like that, it's like, this guy's very like, Oh, I, I, I did take the time. I, I, I've, I watched that podcast all the way through. It was fascinating. And I, I, like I say, I then went up and looked him up on Instagram and started following him as well. And every day he's posting pictures of stuff that he's fine. Little buildings that like Sasquatches are making <laughs> out in the middle of the wood. I don't know if you ever check out our Instagram thing. 
<laughs> um, <Not> much. <laughs> but yeah, it, it, it's on there now. If you ever want to check that out, man, and that's all because of Ezekiel there. And and the interview that you did with him was just so fascinating. I mean, this guy. You're going to love it. You, you need to go and watch this uh, Ezekiel's episode. Everybody here watching this podcast now, pause it, go and watch that episode, and then come back and carry on watching this yeah. one because it, it, it's, it's a cracker. You, you'll thank me for that. But that also brings me on to what I would like to make sort of the theme of uh, tonight's episode, which is some of the American folklore. Since we have an average American guest... I, 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 you, I'm sure you'd agree that you're an imag- average American, are you not, Ezekiel? Yeah. Not average, no. Not average? <laughs> okay, above average. Above then. average. Above average. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, and you also are half, sorry, half, uh, half American. American uh, mm. half, would you say you're half English Nigerian or half Nigerian <laughs> English? It's weird. So, because my mum was adopted, she's... She's half Irish, half Nigerian. Okay. So then with my dad, I'm half American, quarter Irish, quarter Nigerian. It's weird. Okay. Yeah. It's, <laughs> we've done ancestry and all that stuff. So. Fair enough. <laughs> well, I'm just half English, half Welsh. But that's besides the point. What we're going for is American folklore. Right. So we've the Bigfoot. Mm-hmm. We're going to cover another episode anyway. You've already covered Bigfoot. So... Next one we got, Skinwalkers. Ah, Skinwalkers. Skinwalkers. You've heard of Skinwalker Ranch, right? I've heard of it, yeah. It's a crazy story. There's some crazy f***ing stories. Sorry, I didn't swear. <laughs> some really crazy stories there. Uh, we're, we're going from everything from, like, poltergeist activity, mm-hmm. uh, alien uh, visitations. Yeah, yeah. Mutilated... Sheep. Sh- uh, cattle sheep, mm-hmm. uh, just livestock in general. Uh, strange uh, lights in the sky, strange electromagnetic fields, I believe. Uh, The place has gone through, uh, well, the ranch in sort of particular has gone through several hands, including the the American military. Now it's privately owned. Uh, We've both seen the series that was on the TV about uh, the current owner who wanted to investigate it. Mm Mm-hmm. Kind of seemed inconclusive to me. Yeah, he found some things, but then Find... debunked other things. And yeah. Stuff. But uh, it was still a weird hotspot for activity. Oh, definitely. Yeah, definitely. Um, Ezekiel, I mean, is, is there anything... Does I mean, does this place show up uh, regularly in American news stories or anything like that? Is there anything you can add to the to the table that we wouldn't have already heard? Not, not that I know of. Not that I know of. How I found a out about it was I was like going through creepy passes and stuff. And then somehow, you know, ran into that, uh, the skinwalker ranch. Yeah. And it's very interesting. Like, I mean, I, from my memory of what I can recall from the story, I remember like sometimes they'll see like, you know, weird looking humanoid figures out of the window and they come outside. The, they'll like come towards the house at night, look through the window, mm-hmm. not scare the family and stuff. Uh, I know. I remember there's like orbs and stuff that would, like weird, strange, like last yeah, yeah, I think so. Yeah, it's like orbs. Uh, I, I think that's all interesting. Uh, I think it's very. It, I have a very s- spiritual perspective on this kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, I could probably go into if you guys 
Go for it. You, you, you go into it. We'll give you three minutes to go into it. <laughs> okay, let's see. Um, I don't think I could do this in three minutes, actually. But let's see. <laughs> oh, we're putting you on the stop now. Don't, don't worry about yeah, it. No, three minutes is too too short. It's too short. But, um, okay, so, well, obviously, we, we always normally put things to the porn, the power paranormality rating at the end of an episode when we've mm-hmm. discussed but we, we, if we're going to discuss some small things uh should, should we each put it to a paranormality rating just just a mini paranormality rating per item well just like a quick yeah a quick one so skinwalkers skinwalkers i'm gonna give to be honest about a 4.5 that was quite low for you. Isn't yeah, it? it is for me. Okay. Because I think the, the Skinwalker, the Skinwalker actual, the the Native American um, tradition of the the Skinwalker is one thing, but then attributing that to a ranch, and then saying, well, it's got poltergeist, it's got aliens, it's got this, it's mm. got that, it's got the next thing. Yeah, that ranch has got a load of strange stuff happening. Uh, actual Skinwalkers. Actual Skinwalkers. So you don't there's, believe... there's not really so much actually going on in the way of skinwalkers on Skinwalker Ranch, is there? So the scale is basically whether we believe in skinwalkers or not. Do, yeah, do you believe in skinwalkers? <laughs> yeah, I guess. I'll give it a seven. <laughs> You'll give it a seven? Yeah. Yeah? I've seen okay. some videos. <laughs> okay. I, would, I mean, from my research, I'd probably give it like a six or seven. I think a lot of people account towards these things, like weird noises in the forest and stuff like that. You know, mm-hmm. usually they'll call out someone's name and stuff. I've never personally had a, an encounter with like, uh, like something like that where you know names call me like that. But you know, I've had spiritual stuff happen to me to where I've heard whispers like that or voices somewhat mm-hmm. similar to that. So you could say somewhere along the spectrum, I've ex- I've experienced something similar to like a voice calling me from out of nowhere, but it wasn't or not calling me, but like just making noises towards me that. Mm-hmm. You know, you don't necessarily see it, but it gives you like the creepy, like chill feeling. And yeah, you know, I'm, so. I'm, I'm with you on that one because I think all three of us have heard some sort of voice. Oh, I, so I, I don't think I've told you my one, but um, just quickly. So I, it's not skinwalker. Hang on, just I'll let you carry on in a second. But yeah, I can completely understand that. But yeah. that to me is just general ghostly paranormal. Uh, things happening skinwalkers to me right are like shape-shifting people that can turn from like ghosts into wolves or something like that i'm not really entirely sure what they are so that's why i've given it the lower rating now you carry on with your story (laughs) right well Um, (laughs) skinwalkers is hard to obviously navigate isn't it because you've seen videos and but there's no actual definitive proof so like no like azigio said it's like You've have other experiences, but actual skinwalkers, no. We've given it an average of like six, really, haven't we? Between yeah, about six. Five five. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But what Ezekiel was saying about the voices, we've all had that because oh, yeah. you had it with your mum yeah. saying, um, but I didn't tell you my one. So when I was drifting off to sleep, and it was, it was probably maybe six months ago, I distinctively heard my granddad just whisper in the in the background as i was nodding off and i 
it kind of freaked me out and I woke up and I said to Chloe, like, oh, did you hear that? And she had no idea what I was talking about. But I distinctly just heard my granddad's voice. Just It was something along the lines of like, oh, you'll be fine. You'll be okay. And that was it. Was it the kind of thing that he'd regularly say to you when he was alive? Or, uh, kind of, yeah. He, like, was... in, in the case of me with my mum, the main thing about that story was the fact that I, in my head I heard her say Acesta which was her pet name for me yeah, which yeah. would not have come from anywhere else mm-hmm. and it was Acesta a fine doobie she's with me now and this is just literally minutes after she died as well by the way Ezekiel I don't know if you've heard this story uh, my mum died last literally today last year oh. um the 15th of January last year and um yeah I uh, I'd gone home from the hospice a couple of hours beforehand uh, because we'd been there all day and me and my girlfriend were just hungry and and, and whatnot. And, uh, yeah, we went home and my dad and a couple of the other family members stayed there until the end, uh, just a couple of hours later, when I was sat on the sofa watching TV and suddenly I just heard in my ears... Uh, my mum's voice say, Hey, Kester, I found Doobie. She's with me now. And Doobie was my dog that I sent to live with her 10 years earlier when she first got cancer. And uh, the dog died before she did. And when she was on her deathbed, I said, Oh, mum, you know, uh, when you get there, if you can find Doobie, tell her I miss her. And then literally minutes after she died, I heard her voice just, giving me this nurturing talk saying, you know, I find the dog. We're, mm. we're both here. Yeah. And it was such a, such a beautiful thing. Yeah. And, and you had the same thing with your granddad. And it goes back to what Ezekiel was saying, where to, to some people, we'd seem nuts for hearing voices. Oh, and stuff. absolutely. But unless you like what Ezekiel said, unless you've had your own experience and you've gone through something like that, it, your mind opens up your expanded mind. so what other things oh go on sorry mate i can like i could probably address like the shape-shifting stuff because that for me like i have like kind of a spiritual perspective towards it and i've had weird out-of-body experiences about this kind of stuff Mm -hmm. i would say shape-shifting is for me to kind of rate it on a paranormality stuff like whether it's possible or not i say like a five out of ten and, like, to get into it, though, it's, like, if you were to, uh, if you were to zoom out of your headspace, and what I mean by that is, like, if you take your ability to be aware and you begin to, like, move it, you know, you can, you can move it towards, like, your feet, to your legs, if, and then to your head. And if you take that ability and start to zoom all the way out and stretch all the way out, you'll start to see almost like another world or develop kind of like another site. Mm-hmm. And so from my experiences, like it's, I've, you know, this is where you go into like seeing kind of like a shadow world or like a, a peeling back a laser reality. Cause when you zoom out like that, you realize there's more layers to what you see. Cause normally if you're focused and you're cemented into your physical site, that makes sense. Yeah. If, yeah. You, if you're focused on like the objects around you, then that's all you're going to see. But if you start to like zoom out and feel what it's like to zoom out of your headspace, then you start to see more things. I mean, and so from that perspective, or at least from the experience that I've had, 
I, then I've started to see like figures around me and they easily change shape. You know, they're more, I don't necessarily think they have a physical body. Ah, yeah, yeah. That, 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 that makes more sense. If something doesn't have that necessarily corporeal body, if it's more of an energy body, then it could appear to take a shape or another shape. But when it, yeah, I, I guess that that's what made me downrate it so much is because I'm thinking of physical matter, mm. but spiritual spirit or spiritualist beings aren't necessarily physical matter, are they? As you as you're saying, yeah. yeah. I don't know if they could take matter shape though. That, that could be another rabbit hole you go down if they can actually take shape of like physical shape like that. But for the but most part, they, you kind of have to be very zoomed out in order to see this kind of stuff like mm-hmm. and it's actually i actually interviewed somebody pretty recently i have a clip on my instagram where like uh you know she was talking about uh when she had quit doing like weed and stuff and started getting in tune with her body like she was like feeling her body very deeply like she was able to see entities and auras and things like that and then as soon as she said that like i was able to see like this white color all around her and it was like i could see her energy body and then I, I mentioned to her, like, hey, like, I was able to see, like, as soon as you mentioned auras, like, I was able to see, like, it basically just looked like her soul, like, like just a white color. And I told her I was able to see it. And then she asked me what color it was. And then I said it was white because that's what I had saw, seen. And then she had confronted it with me, like, oh, yeah, like, you know, usually people, when they see, say they see my aura, it's, like, white or, like, a purple color. So, and it all comes from just being zoomed out of, your, like, your headspace because, a lot of people are so glued and identified with either their thought process or their, you know, their ability to see their, or their sense of sight that they don't necessarily see these things behind what, you know, they don't feel the energy around people and things like that. So yeah, there's definitely more to reality than what we see with just our normal everyday five mm-hmm. senses, isn't there? And I guess you, you've managed with your spirituality and stuff to train yourself uh, in either meditative or hypnotic ways to 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 pick up more of that than what most people do in their entire lifetimes. Yeah, I, I think just people, some people are actually gifted with it, I think. I don't even think you have to, like, practice. For some people, they don't have to practice it. Like, they just automatically kind of see these things, especially as, like, children and stuff. So, uh, you know, I think when I was growing up, like, I kind of had these things, but... Again, my mind would kind of, it almost feel like I have an overactive imagination to where like I'd be seeing figures in my mind mm-hmm. that weren't there. Like one example would be like, at it was like, I would always take showers like around 12 a.m. Like when I was like in middle school and stuff around that time. And for some reason, I would always feel really paranoid trying to go into my shower. And specifically, I would be seeing in my imagination like, it'd just be like my mind's making up like this figure outside of my window with like yellow eyes, dark face, kind of like cat, like ears and like a black body, just all pure black. And either my mind was making it up from a logical sense. Maybe it was some kind of thing I was just scaring myself with, or I was actually seeing something. You could see it from either one of those perspectives, but either way, like it was inducing fear inside of me. So go, going to take a shower at 12 o'clock at night, I always be sick. My mind would always be seeing that kind of figurine and, mm. you know, I'd be paranoid out of my mind. And so I don't necessarily, I mean, 
Yeah, I mean, that could be a spirit. That could be my uh, mind making something up. That, that, that could be either, couldn't it? It could yeah. be your par- paranoid hallucination, or it could be that you have seen something there, yeah. and you, you always see something there. Or it could be that you, you, you saw something there once, and your brain won't let go of it. You associative. That's it, yeah. Yeah, uh, you know, do you know what I mean? Uh, every time you go for that shower, you you, mm. you associate that same experience and you, you relive it almost. You know that that, that can be a, a phenomenon as well. Yeah, so that's a hard one to nail down, man. But yeah, I, I can understand that. That makes sense. Yeah. I get what you yeah, mean. so going back to the skinwalker thing, though. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, yeah, we yeah. deviated quite a lot. Keep, keep getting sidetracked, don't we? But um. Yeah, the shape-shifting thing, I think it could be possible. It seems, though, like, I don't know why the the purpose of that existing in that particular place, like, why would it be there? Why there'd be some kind of entity doing that there? Maybe the Native Americans know more about that than, you know, a normal mm-hmm. person would because they have a bunch of myths and stuff like that around that kind of stuff. But for the most part, it could be plausible that something could shape-shift and make noises and cause some kind of cause people in their minds to you know mm. yeah, be scared yeah, yeah. and stuff like that but um you know it, it's it's not something i think you can study with uh some kind of instrument scientific instrument maybe you yeah. can oh, use no. some kind of a less of a magnetic thing oh i think like any implements that like ghost hunters or you know uh, zach bagan or is going to take to you, you i don't think you'd actually detect something that you could definitely say this is a skinwalker it's a shapeshifter it's a spirit made corporeal uh, i i think you you've literally got to experience that for your own eyes don't you to, to really 100 percent believe in it yeah yeah i would say a hundred percent. That's that's exactly why I'm on the fence with a lot of things. So I, I think so. if we if we manage to average it out as skinwalkers at around about a five point five or a six, I'd probably be happy with that. How, what do you reckon, Ezekiel? Well, let me mention one more thing. Like it just came to my mind right now. Uh, so I was like looking at some missing four hundred one cases, and one thing that people had mentioned was like sometimes the forest would go quiet. And then there's this one story. I, I don't remember where I found it from, but there's one story where this person, they actually had a picture of it, but like on their cell phone, the grainy quality, you know, it's unusual. Like whenever somebody captures something paranormal, it's always a grainy quality. But either way, like they, they noticed the forest went quiet. And then through the trees, like something was coming at them, but it was in a very clear, like translucent color. And it was coming towards them. And then they forgot how the ending went. But um, well, yeah, because they shat themselves and ran. That's why. They happened to get a picture on their phone and stuff, and they posted it on that cage or they follow a channel on their own. But either way, I've had a similar experience where, but it was this happened when I was, you know, in an out of body experience where, like, I was in in some kind of house. And then I'm walking through the house and then I see a, something like a translucent shape like that. I, or sorry, first I was in the house and then I was running away because I sensed the thing was coming for me. And then when was, I was this your head, space, sorry, uh, a lot of our viewers aren't going to know that you have these out of body experiences, but yeah, you, you do have these out of body experiences where you, you, you uh, seem to transcend your own body and you go on these little journeys, don't you? And so, uh, 
I, this this is not like a dream, is it? This is this is an actual sort of it's it's almost a physical experience for you, although you have no body while you're doing it. Yeah, or you have some kind you can you have some kind of feelings. I, I don't know how to describe it, but like whenever my kind of theory about like the dream world in general is that like when you go to sleep at night, you go into the spirit world. I don't think there's like I mean spirit world or dream world whatever you want to call it but if you really if you watch yourself as you go to sleep and you practice that like like every single day you'll notice you'll see yourself literally come out of your body and just fly off wherever it's weird just fly off and go into some some other spaces Mm -hmm. but um uh but that particular experience though like i was in a random house i remember sensing something was coming after me and so i started running through the house and i realized that i can zoom out of my headspace and so what I did was I took my awareness from my being focused on what's in front of me. And I zoomed out just like that. And then I was able to see like in a 360 kind of field of view. And then I wow. saw something like as a translucent shape. And then it, so I paused in some kind of big living room. And then I was kind of like trying to look around and see where that thing went. And then it turned into a cat. So from like a, from like a humanoid translucent color, like it was like the shape of a human. It went into, turned into a cat. And then I paused and I looked at it and I was confused. And I'm like, how to, what? It's a cat. So I felt, I felt safe after that for some reason. Like I felt safe with just a cat. And then all I remember is that, then oh, that cat. I, I thought you meant a big cat for a minute there. I thought <laughs> like a man no, like or something. Cat. It was a house cat. <laughs> house cat. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it, was a, it was a house cat. And then it was just walking. It like walked a little bit up to me. And then it just lunged at me and turned back into like a shadow color. And then it like oh. went into my chest and I just blacked out. And then mm. that was, that was that experience. But you wake, it's, it's, it's interesting because you wake up after those kind of experiences. You're like, what the hell is like, happening? Can I, can but, I ask you, um, not to put you on the spot or anything like, how often do you have these experiences? Is it like it, almost every day or is it like once a week, once a month or? Uh, do you have to initiate them or is it something that, happens naturally uh, to you happens it happens naturally the occurrences i don't i don't keep track it's just probably random. a couple times a month yeah it's oh, random okay. a couple times a month and sometimes it has happened when i've gone deep into meditation where like you like you feel very deeply your body and then you kind of just start to fall asleep a little bit and then you just you know go off into another space Mm-hmm. So you have to like some have some kind of relaxation and a little bit of tiredness, I'd say. Like, and then you just kind of lose okay. your sense of perception goes somewhere else from your yeah. body to like some some other place. Okay. So uh, another question is: when this happens to you, do you find that time freezes for you, or does it pass naturally as though you were sort of as though you were asleep? You know, can you can you can you recount sort of every moment that 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 was that you, that you're out of your body, or is there any missing time or anything like that? It happens happens pretty fast. Or when I'm in the experience, it feels like like normal time. Like it just feels like things are just going by. Yeah. And then when I go back to my body, it's only been like a minute or two. I'm just like. Oh, oh wow! Okay, yeah. Like, it's only like a minute or two, like twenty minutes to pass by or whatever. I, I, I kind of like 
I had a theory that you might say something like that just because uh, I've known several people that uh, have these kind of uh, out-of-body experiences. It's just like either being like astral projection or, mm-hmm. or something like that, you know, speaking to the spirit realm. And uh, many of them have said that, that they can spend hours there and when they get back, literally minutes have passed. Yeah, yeah. And they're still trying to get to sleep at night. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? They're still I in bed. You. You know, oh, for God's sake, why can't I get to sleep? Yeah. And they literally, you know, but they've already been on like several hours worth of, they've lived yeah. several hours worth of their life in this. There's um, there's actually a famous uh, story of an uh, American comedian called Ari Shafir. And he had something similar where he had a whole family and a whole life. Um, right. And then when he came, so it was like 30, 40 years. And when he came back, it was only like 10 minutes. Really? Yeah. And he had a, he had a whole life, marriage, kids, everything. And then, yeah, it's, it, you'll have to Google it or look at, look oh, at we'll it. We'll have to do an episode but, on this guy. Yeah, it's really, really interesting. That, that really is interesting. very interesting. But yeah, I mean, yeah. So yeah, that's, that's yeah, kind of, trippy, yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, I what, to ask you you know what I love the most about it is, with Ezekiel talking about meditation and all this stuff, I'm a huge Star Wars fan. So Ezekiel's the closest I'm going to get to an actual Jedi. (laughs) (laughs) Like, it's actually really interesting. Like, especially when you you mention, like, obviously it comes naturally to you and you can strengthen it through meditation and stuff. Like, it's I'm just hearing Obi-Wan Kenobi. Like, I'm loving it. I think it's awesome. You do the best (laughs) Obi-Wan Kenobi impression. (laughs) No, I don't. You do? (laughs) Well, you get Hello, Hello there. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Yeah. I wish I had that ability. I really do. Because well, maybe you should set up a regular video chat with Ezekiel, and he'll, te- he'll teach you his his secrets. But then, is it one of those things? I when, don't know if it can be learned. Yeah, can not everyone can do it? I'm guessing. Do, do what exactly? Talking about. So, like when you're saying about um, your out of body experience. Yeah, like. What, what, what was it you used, like, coming out and zooming back? Uh, oh, it's very easy. So, so yeah, it's very easy. You can, could you teach that to someone? Like, obviously not now, but, like, could oh, you? Yeah. Oh. I have, like, a, I actually did a series on YouTube so just for fun. Like, I was teaching people how to meditate on a megal. And there are some people that would go into his – there's one guy in particular who was happy. And, I mean, he didn't really believe in this stuff at all. But usually when I get into that mode of focus – I will like literally, it feels like I'm there with the person. Mm-hmm. So I will just literally just run them through their body, like okay, focus on your feet, your calves. And usually if I can tell people are in tune with themselves, I can feel just, I can feel a lot of energy. I can feel like blissful feelings. And this person in particular, you can see like he was seeing a bunch of is it water coming through his body or like heat coming through his body. Mm-hmm. Like his mind was just producing this experience where he was seeing a bunch of heat running through his body. And then he's starting to see like a white light and some kind of like weird colors. And it's just a natural product of, you know, feeling out these different parts of yourself. And so this is the first time meditating and he, his mind starts to come in and it's like, no, nah, this is all placebo. My mind makes me so. But it's literally if you connect to your observer self and you just step into a part of you that's watching those thoughts come in comments mm-hmm. it's like very easy uh it can be intense i will say it can be intense for some people depending on where you're at i would say mm-hmm. from what i've seen it's like some people like 
being in their headspace and zooming out of it will be too much. Like they're not ready to see more. Yeah. And so you can get a lot of like, uh, I you guess get you get a lot, a lot of, of surprised people uh, you get overwhelmed by that first experience. Can you? Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. It makes sense. I'd like to do and that. Some people, awesome. Sorry. Yeah. Like some people are ready though. And then when they're ready again, like they'll start to see colors or start to see different kind of things. Uh, and it's, it's just all about having an open mind that you don't really try to expect it. It's just an automatic part of yourself. That's always been there. It's just you need to kind of shift yourself back into place, you know, like kind of just adjusting yourself back into a certain place. Because I think that a lot of if you're not really conscious of what you do, you can kind of shift yourself out of place and out of alignment. And then you lose that ability and then you feel like you have to work back to it. When in reality, it's always been there, but people have kind of pulled you or certain circumstances, circumstances have pulled you into another direction where you're not in that clear headspace or you know ability to be connected to your intuition and energy all around you yeah uh, it yeah. can be very yeah i get yeah so this might be a silly question as well um but if someone's really angry and stressed and have a lot going on i'm guessing they're not going to get a, a good result unless they are completely open-minded and calm is that fair to say or that's a good question. Not necessarily. Oh, so you could do it being... That's a good question, yeah. Mm. Sorry, carry on, mate. Sorry. Uh, no, it's kind, of, it's kind of like lagging a little bit. That's Yeah, yeah. I think uh, 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 we're starting to get towards the end of the podcast anyway. Me and Josh usually uh, uh, aim for 30 to 40 minutes. We're, we're at 40 minutes now on the live cast, uh, and we are going to run out of time on Google fairly soon. Um, oh, yeah. Uh, so I think uh, we'd probably uh, probably head to wrapping up there. Uh, if you uh, at home would like to uh, get into more about what Ezekiel was talking about there with his uh, uh, um, uh, meditation techniques uh, and and the the, the spirituality uh, uh, teachings that he's got to offer, please go and uh, check out his channel. Uh, expanded minds podcast there will be a link to it in the description and in the show notes uh you can check them out on instagram again uh at expanded minds podcast uh we, we will link to him he is very interesting individual uh he does a lot of interesting co uh conversations and mm. interviews with some uh like quite spectacular people uh, grandmaster wolf you got grandmaster wolf on as well <laughs> yeah yeah grandmaster I mean, wolf man that's <laughs> awesome <laughs> i mean <laughs> So, uh, yeah, if you want to follow Ezekiel, please follow the links down in the description. Uh, thank you very much, Ezekiel, for showing up today. It's been absolutely awesome having you with us. Uh, uh, we, we, we thank you for inviting us to your podcast to start with and again for coming back for hours. It's very gracious of you and uh, it's been absolutely brilliant for you to turn up. Um, thank you very much. Thank you for having me on. That's okay, yeah. and uh, we we give your channel nine out of ten on the paranormality ratings. So yeah. <laughs> that's very good. It is ten out of ten. Oh, thank you. Oh, okay. <laughs> too, too kind, man. Too, too kind. kind. Um, but yeah, that that will uh, do for today. Uh, obviously, normally we always say if you want to get in touch with us, paranormality at uk uh, dot uk at gmail dot com, or leave a. Uh, 
uh, note down in the description or the show notes, wherever you can leave a comment, please do. We always love to hear your feedback. And until next week, ta-ta. Ta-ta. Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free. Or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads.